drive safe, text win home with your human host, Josh Matthews. And there, now now your ears won't explode. You you, you can okay. go back now. Yeah, okay. I, I heard it. I was a little bit loud, but I think I would have been okay. Okay, cool. Yeah, <laughs> I, I always I always want to like 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 make sure everyone's okay like because i know like in the first couple episodes people were like whoa like <laughs> oh <laughs> i thought that um people were tripping about how loud the uh you're listening to drive safe text when home that little thing that you have in the beginning oh, i thought yeah. that like i thought that that played and was loud or something but i was like that's weird because it always seems so quiet when, it, when like <laughs> you actually have it out so i was Dude. like yeah i don't know no, that's awesome because like no, I I was uh because I I was talking to Riley yesterday and he said the exact same thing. He was like, "Well, is that what they're lo- it's loud?" I was like, "Oh no, no, I it's a robot that records and all this stuff." So yeah, so dude, I totally know what you mean though. It seems like it would be that. That's funny. Okay. I I've, so. I've never used Discord before. I know so many people use it and I've just never had a reason to. Dude, honestly, the, like the only reason I started using it was for podcasting, and it's been so awesome, and it's very easy to use, and like, it's super like a super small download, and then also the the thing I use uh to record is literally a multi tracker, like so it, it records my end and your end, and all I have to do is upload it to like like GarageBand, and then output it, and then I can upload it that fast. Oh, dude, that's way convenient. It's so sick, dude, and and also like. The voices are super clear, and sometimes there's lag, but it, it, it's random when it happens. But yeah, dude, it's so awesome. Yeah, uh, who, who's that I listened to that it was like, I was it Ryan from the MySpace revival? There was like a ton of technical difficulties for like the first <laughs> yeah. half. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's what I thought. <laughs> dude, that one was so funny, dude. I I think his phone and like my internet just hate hated each other, so it just it just kept breaking up. Oh, that's funny. But I mean, usually everything sounds like really great, except for, yeah, like a couple hiccups here and there. Exactly. Yeah. Like Danny's told me that multiple times. It's been like, there's like, it sounds like kind of like a robot or something like that. Because I never like go back and listen to the episodes. I just literally like, I, I yeah. Upload them. You're like, I don't need to listen to an hour long conversation I just had. Like, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I, I get it. I, I know that, um, because I listen to Brandon's and uh-huh. uh there was like a good not a good portion but like throughout like that you would it would s- cut out for like a couple words he was saying but it was That's like you, you still figure out like you still kind of get what he's talking about like exactly. you miss one or two words it's yeah it's not not a huge deal exactly but dude oh okay it's funny like um so um i'm <laughs> it's so funny we've been talking that whole time but i'm here with say your name and what do you do and all this stuff okay uh my name is josh McHugh. i am the vocalist of cicada swarm i do logos under the name slime eater logos i do harsh noise as mishap uh is there anything else i think that's about it uh and 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 for a short m- amount of time you were the king of e- england correct oh yeah dude it's, see, no, no, okay, so nobody talks about that because it's like, because the king of England's he's been around forever, so they're like, yeah. well, I'm not gonna talk about this kid that was doing it for like two months, right? Like, because he didn't he didn't contribute anything. So, but I mean, yeah. it was it was cool. Like, I got to go around telling people, like, dude, I'm the king of England right now, 
but nobody believed me. Everybody's like, dude, fuck you. Like, shut up. So, yeah, dude. But... So, when, so when you were in Kansas, you were actually in England. I understand. Yeah, but I couldn't tell anybody, though. See, it's it's like a it's a legality thing. They, they're like, hey, you get to be the king for, for a bit, but you cannot tell anybody. So I was like, well, uh, I don't live in California anymore, so I got to come up with something. I'm like, Kansas. Kansas is a little poopy state, so people people will buy it. Dude, I dude, trust me, I totally did. I was like, oh, dude, he's totally in 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 Kansas. And then I I yeah. saw like some like weird leaks of like you wearing a crown and like holding like, a scepter. It was really weird. No, no, you didn't. No, you oh, didn't. Yeah, actually, no, no, no. I, I someone photoshopped it. Sorry about that. Yeah, uh huh. The, yeah, that's what we're sticking with. Okay. <laughs> All right. But it was cool because like be, being the king, like I was like really really rich there for a little bit. Well, I wasn't rich, but like the government has a lot of money. And if they want me to do something, they can just, like, pay me to do it. So, like, they would send me to Kansas every once in a while and be like, <laughs> make it look like you live there, okay? <laughs> dude, that's so awesome. <laughs> Holy shit, dude, that's so good. <laughs> so, dude, okay, so uh, after after you came back, and, of course, you, you're you not the king anymore, and you went back to normal life, uh, um, you... Uh, started this like this band cicada swarm like how did that how did that actually come about like how did you even meet the dudes and like like go go i don't even know what's going on so yeah throw it out okay cool all right um so it started with me and And that's all the time we have so uh thank you josh for coming on i'm sorry hey thanks for having me man it's it's (laughs) it's been great i can't wait for people to listen to man it's (laughs) okay sorry continue (laughs) no you're fine um yeah so it's it started with me and adam and adam is our drummer um i like upon moving back because i had been in a band before and Mm -hmm. and that's gonna that's gonna pop up here again in a minute um so i was i was in a band prior to moving to kansas we were called carnal necrosis we were a death metal band um Though, if if anybody's gonna try to look us up, we are on Bandcamp. The only thing that I'm recorded in, though, is this little three song demo, and it's not recorded oh. very well. But I mean, it's cool. And then there's live videos <laughs> of us on YouTube. So, oh heck if, yeah, if, yeah. So if anybody's interested, um, and when I came, because in Kansas, my like, there's no music scene at all. Oh really? Like, well, yeah, no, not really. Like, there were a couple, because I lived in and around uh, Topeka, which is the capital city over there, and it's it's about the population of Victorville. Um, Oh, wow. Yeah, with, like, the size of the whole high desert. Oh, Uh, wow. Yeah. um, Yeah, Kansas is empty, dude. Um, (laughs) So, as, as far as, like, a local scene went, like, there were just, like, a few local bands here and there, and I think, like, they would play bar shows once in a while, but, like, that was it but there was um a pretty big midwestern noise scene and i i had been dabbling with noise for a couple years and so moving out there i was like well if that's what's cool out here then this is what i'm gonna do more of and so so uh annually for about three or four years there see we're talking about how cicada swarm started and I'm going like way back talking about (laughs) something completely different. That's perfect. Um, Dude, keep going. (laughs) Okay, cool. Um, but yeah, so, uh, annually for about, 
yeah, it was four years. They they did a Kansas City Noise Fest. Oh, okay. So so um and it's cool because there are a few people in like in and around Kansas City. So like you know there was me from um right around Topeka and then um some people in like a couple other cities a little bit closer to Kansas City. A few people from like Missouri. A few people from like in Kansas City. Um, okay. but then with the fest, I don't know what it is about noise fests, but people from everywhere come because they, they they'll make it like a two or three day thing where like it's like 40 or 50 people per day maybe Whoa. i'm exaggerating a little bit but it, it's a big thing because in fairness noise sets aren't very long it's oh, not okay. like it's not like a band playing and, and they're gonna play like five six songs takes like 20 30 minutes it's like it's going to be like the one, maybe two people, they go up with their gear, they make a bunch of sounds and scream or something. It's like they, they, the longest set is usually like 15 minutes, but oh, okay. e- even seeing a set longer than 10 minutes is like still pushing for like a lengthy set, believe it or not. <laughs> it's, it's, it's all really short sets. Um, okay. So they can, they can cram everything in, in a few hours. Um, but so when I was moving out to Kansas, I was in a, a local noise group on Facebook and was like, Hey, I'm moving to Kansas. Uh, yeah. Does anybody know, like, is there noise out there? And they're like, yeah, dude, join this group. And so I did. And it was, it was a Kansas and Missouri noise group and was like, Hey, um, I mishap. I just moved out here. would love to like play some shows or come to some shows, just get to know some people. So I moved out there in, it was the very end of March, 2016. Okay. And then, and then I got to go play Kansas city noise fest two in September oh, of that, of that same year. Yeah. And it was cool. I got to meet a bunch of people. I got a bunch of like tapes and CDs and stuff. And everybody was like really stoked to meet me. It was a very welcoming scene. So yeah. yeah, it was, it was amazing. And so there's, it's not a super active noise scene in the sense that like, there was shows happening on a consistent basis, but, but everybody talked to each other regularly, like was all friends on social media was all consistently putting stuff out on Bandcamp and sharing it and putting each other's tapes out and trading and buying and selling. And, and it was really cool. cool. And, and like every, like, like once or twice a year, there'd be like a small show. So I did play a small show a couple times. Like I played in the basement of a bar. Oh, cool. Yeah, and I played in the basement of a punk house. Um, oh, damn. And that was really cool. I, I Going to a punk house, that was an experience on its own. Oh, oh uh, yes. <laughs> especially especially in, in, like, in Kansas City, like, um, architecture in general is so much different in the Midwest than it is out here. I kind of like really? it better. Yeah, because um, so if you noticed, like, at least around here in the high desert, I can't speak for like all of Southern California, but I think I can speak for a lot of it. Like, yeah, a lot of it is not that old. Like, yeah. like maybe 50 years max. And, uh, and how a lot of houses are single story. Like it's all like yes. horizontal and up here in the high desert, like all the houses are stucco and it's like, everything's beige and it matches the dirt and it's stupid. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But uh, over there, like, it is not uncommon to come across a house or a building that's, like, 100 years old. Oh, badass. That's yeah. so cool. 
and and a lot of the buildings out there are vertical like like most houses are two stories they're they'll be small but they'll be two-story houses see that's cool though yeah it's yeah i love it i wish i had a house while i was there but i got an apartment but that was okay yeah (laughs) um um but yeah so so yeah so to conclude that so while i while i was in kansas noise was did that first um and then coming back to california i was like cool back with all my friends and like all these people i know that play music and like going and seeing my friends bands like you guys and reclaim and stuff and i was like okay like i'm i'm ready to start a band again like now now that i'm here i want to be part of this um so i was able to acquire a pa system because i was like well it, and it, that that took me a little while. I was like, well, I can't join a band and not have equipment. Like, with with my old band, Carnal Necrosis, I got lucky that the drummer had a PA system that he was able to let me use, so I didn't have to invest anything. It was great. Oh, that's awesome! Hell yeah. Yeah, but I, um, you know, I I didn't want to like hope that was gonna happen again. Yeah, so exactly. I was like, okay, yeah. So I was like, okay, I gotta get a PA system. Uh, was able to get one, and then I was like, cool. Well, now that I'm set, let me like gather some people together. So like I've been looking around on like Facebook and Instagram, just like trying to say like, hey, looking to start a band. Uh, This is like the type of music I'm interested in playing. Um, And I don't remember if that was before or after I had ran into Adam, um, who I mentioned earlier is our drummer. He was at one of. He was at the Foo House. He was at one one of the first shows you guys did there, I think. Oh, okay, Um, cool. And. I know him from having he he recorded our demo when I was in Carnal Necrosis, our little three song demo. He he helped record that. So I hadn't seen or talked to him in uh since before I moved. Oh, okay. Um, so it had been it had been a long time, but I was like, hey, dude, Adam, hey, wow, how you been? Like, you know, we caught up and everything. <clears throat> and then um yeah, like I'm getting the timeline mixed up a little bit, but I know a little bit of time. <laughs> I know a little bit of time had gone by, and I was like, "Hey, so like I'm starting a band. Uh, are you still are you still, like open to drumming in a band?" And he was like, "Yeah, dude, I, I, I don't do anything. Like I'm down to play, whatever." I was like, Heck "Sick!" Yeah. So, oh, that's so, so cool. Yeah, so, so it was it was fortunate that like he wasn't in a band or anything already, like occupying his time. Um. So we were trying to find people. The first person that I was able to find that was interested was, um, I, a dude, I never learned his last name. Uh, Zach. <laughs> he, he, yeah. Or, uh, dolphin Zach as, as some of us have called him because of his teeth. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> I mean, I've never heard anybody call him that. No, I think I I don't know if people like actually call him that or like joke about that. But uh, one night when I was at uh, Brad and Caesars, um, they they had some people over, and like of course we're all like joking and laughing and stuff. And then like you see he's got tiny teeth. Yeah, I, I, I hope he's <laughs> listening to this and not being like, "Wow, Josh is like totally putting me on blast on a podcast." <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, they. Uh, I forget who said it's like, dude, you got dolphin teeth. Like you look like a dolphin <laughs> with those tiny teeth. It might have been Caesar, uh, but yeah. So that that's how I remember him now because I never learned his last name. But um, 
I'm sure you know who I'm talking about because it comes to you. Yes. comes to no, your I, shows I, a lot. I know exactly who it is, and <laughs> that's awesome. Um, but yeah, so he, um, what was the aggravators? I think had like just broken up or something. Oh, okay. So you know he was looking to play some stuff too. So he came over twice to like jam with us and you know see how things were going to work out and then his plans got um he 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 thought he was moving out of state so it was like okay well i guess that's not going to work out exactly Um, yeah yeah and then adam had a buddy that uh hadn't been playing music for like a long time but was looking to get back into it and he was he was also a guitarist zach zach was playing guitar um and this guy's name also happened to be zach so we went over we went over to his house a couple times um jammed a little bit just kind of felt it out see what kind of music we might make and uh and then it was just like i think he got a new job or like his schedule got changed like right at that same time and so his availability was just like non-existent so oh damn so i told adam i was like hey I don't think your friend's going to work, dude. He's never available. And he was like, yeah, no, I'm not tripping. So it was back to trying to advertise and stuff. And then uh, I bumped into the guitarist from Carnal Necrosis out at, uh, in Target. Um, and his name's Eli. Um, and uh, so we, we caught up a little bit. We're talking like, dude, you know, I haven't talked to you in a long time. I haven't seen you in a few years. How you been? Um, got his number again because i don't remember if i it or not and then uh i asked adam like hey would you be down with with asking eli because adam adam knew him from like i said he he recorded our our demo before exactly Um, yeah yeah so i was like hey are you uh do you think you think it'd be cool if we asked him he's like go for it and then uh he he was banned um but I guess they weren't like super active and they, they weren't doing a lot of stuff. Um, and he was like, oh, yeah, okay. dude, I, he was like, I actually was like kind of hoping you would ask me. I like, I, cause I like uh, jamming with you. And um, I was like, cool. Well, we're not really looking to play. though, So I, I don't know how interested you are. And, uh, and I had made a playlist of like different stuff that I was like kind of inspired by. So there was like some death head in like pianos become the teeth. Um, yeah. like wrist meat razor um neil perry you, by the way wait say that again uh have you heard of the band neil perry? i've heard of them but i've never i've never listened to them okay so i i think they're considered screamo okay I know about screamo i don't know for sure but i think that's what they've been labeled and so yeah i don't know like any screamo bands but i had a friend them like seven years ago and i've been in love with them ever since they are so good so Damn. yeah off topic check them out they're really oh sick. i'm definitely going to that uh, that's awesome. yeah th- i think their only release is their discography release and it's like 40 songs oh my god <laughs> yeah it's, it's like early 2000s screamo oh um, yes that that's yeah, yeah, yeah and so uh in my opinion the first like 10 songs are incredible and then after that it, it kind of dries up and I, I never listen to the whole thing because all the songs just kind of get a little boring but oh, okay. okay but those first those first 10 songs are perfect 
Badass. Um, yeah, I'm definitely going to listen to that. For sure. And anybody listening to this, too, check them out. They're good. Um, <laughs> and, and um, yeah, so so a lot of, like, more um, emotional, like, a lot of stuff based around, like, like high screams rather than, like, guttural vocals, um, stuff like that. And uh, I was kind of expecting him to be like, nah, dude, I'm not really into this type of stuff. But, yeah. uh, you know, thanks for asking anyway. But he was like, yeah, actually, I've been, I've been coming up with some riffs that actually – kind of fit this type of this type of thing um let's let's meet up and i can show you and we're like yeah so we got together and um pretty much wrote a song in like one sitting oh like within like two hours and like given like it was super simple um but it sounded good and we were like yeah this is good this is cool let's keep doing this um and then so he, so Eli was in his other band with the bassist from Carnal Necrosis. His name's Andrew. Um, and I was like, hey, do you, like, because he's, he's an amazing bassist. Yeah. Like, going to go ahead and gas up my band members, but I, he's so good. <laughs> um, and, and I was like, I would love to have him play bass in this, but, like, I know that, like, he mostly plays metal, too. Um, like, you know, death metal. They're both really old school guys. Okay. Um, but I was, I, I texted him like, Hey, do you think Andrew would want to play uh, what we're playing? And he's like, you might as well ask him. So I did. And he's like, yeah, I'll come over and, and check out what you guys are doing. And, uh, and, it, and it just clicked like the, the four of us, cause Andrew and Adam have been in a band together. And oh, then okay. uh, I don't remember the name of them. They might've been in two different bands together in the past. Um, and then me, Andrew and Eli had all been in bands together yeah or a band together i should say and then me and adam um just have a lot in common with like music taste oh cool and just like over the course of a couple practices it was just like things were going really well and it was like this is like not to sound cocky but i'm like this is gonna be good like whatever (laughs) what what, whatever we make is gonna be good that's so Um, sick dude yeah and so so that song that we had like written in that one sitting like we ended up touching it up adding a little flair having andrew there to input bass definitely helped things and uh and you know and and then i i wrote lyrics and and we had a song and and we loved it and so we're like okay cool let's let's write some more stuff and then so yeah over the so that started when did we start that was i was like it was towards the end of last year because i know Cause I know we were really hoping to have some stuff out and start playing some shows in like February or March. But then of course COVID went and fucked that all up. Uh, <laughs> and, and so we, you know, we took a break for a few months. We just started practicing again. Uh, when did we start practicing? And I think it was in July. Oh, okay. So there was, so there was like March, April, June that we didn't do anything. And then in July, like we all just got impatient and started playing again. Um, <laughs> And uh, so we were able to get a little bit more written. Um, so, yeah, so right now we're at five songs, and they all sound different. Like, we have no idea what genre we are. Um, oh, that's perfect, dude. That's yeah, so sick. And, and we're all so stoked on it. Like, like, we've actually, like, had the conversation. Like, I think it's cool that we're just making stuff. That, like, there's just, there's no bad or, bad or wrong ideas. Like, anybody that comes in here and is like, hey... I think this would sound cool or like this might make a good idea for a song. It's like, cool, let's do it. And then we just do it. And uh, yeah, it's great. And then That's it also, so cool. yeah. 
I'm I'm so stoked on it because uh I don't know it's it's just nice not having to feel like you have to write a certain genre and being like oh that's not very death metal or like oh fans of this aren't gonna like that we're all just kind of like nah we just feel like being creative and we're just gonna just kind of make whatever comes out and so like all five songs are like genres like so uh the song that we just dropped last night i don't know when you're putting this podcast out but as of the time of recording (laughs) last night um uh is like i don't i don't even know what you'd call what would you call it uh, dude, I don't know because I I got it. It there's definitely like metal influences like that I really feel on the guitar, but like also it's very like there's almost like daughters type riffs. But I would, I it sounds very arsonist. Get all the girls to me too. So dude, I have no idea. Probably like some sort of like some sort of grindy metal of some sort. But I I would not know how to label it. Yeah. Cool. Okay. I'm glad yeah <laughs> it's sick dude like like uh, your vocal like your vocals are sick and like dude hearing Thank like you. the oh fuck uh 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 sorry a spider was crawling on my foot and that fucking terrified me uh, <laughs> oh man um but like uh oh man i gotta calm down that would that suck uh like uh but anyways uh yeah like <laughs> your vocals like especially when you started doing like like that like that that pig squeal stuff like i was like dude what the fuck this is so hey, sick yes. yeah I'm, I'm glad you like that it's it's funny because um when we were recording it uh so 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 adam so just so it's like out there publicly yeah recorded and did a lot of the production for us and and he's gonna say no i don't want to take we as a band worked on it which like we all had input but he's mostly the reason it sounds so good adam thank you for <laughs> going to college um <laughs> <laughs> so yeah so we we recorded the vocals at my house and when we were getting ready to do that song i was like i i had told him that i had a pig squeal in there and yeah. and he I, I don't know if it's a drummer thing because the drummer in Cardinal Necrosis also didn't really pay attention to my vocals, but he doesn't pay attention to my vocals when we're playing. Oh, okay. oh, <laughs> so okay. it's like, I, I guess just to focus on the music. I don't know. I don't play drums. Um, <laughs> I do the same exact thing. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, then I guess it's a drummer thing. Um, <laughs> so, 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 yeah. So he never noticed that. And, and I go to hit that part. And he turns around from his computer all wide-eyed. He was like, I was not ready for that. That was oh, sick. sick. Oh, dude, that's so <laughs> yeah. cool. And then I had another friend point that part out. He's like, dude, your pig's wheel going to that breakdown. So I'm like, cool. I'm glad people like that. Because like, I feel like you don't really hear pig's wheels anymore. Because it's like, like from like 10, 12 years ago. You know what I mean? But I'm like, nah, yeah. it's, it, it's still cool. And like, I'm okay at it. So I want to put it in. Oh, dude. Yeah. No, no. Uh, t- to me, like. I would love to hear that. Like, dude, like, of course, I'm going to throw out, like, just, like, the, the party band, Dr. Acula. Like, I love the pig squeals in that band. And I was like, oh, dude, like, any, anything with that is, has, like, has got me. It's like, oh, dude, because no one does it anymore. So I am so glad. Like, your range is very good. And when dude, you threw that you. in there, I was like, what the fuck? Like, that was so sick. Thank you. That That's something. So, like, I, I daydream about, like, me as a musician a lot. I'm like, oh, when I get, like, cool and famous one day and, like, everybody <laughs> thinks I'm cool one day. Like, 
I don't know. Like it, it, in, in my head, I'm so cocky, but I like to think I'm humble out loud. I hope people think I'm humble. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, it's like, but well, I guess I could make it sound less cocky by saying as a vocalist and as somebody who's been doing it for how long have I been doing it? Like eight years. Um, oh, wow. Or, or like, I, that's when I started learning at least it was like eight years ago. Um, but I always wanted to be able to have a lot of range because like, I like so many different kinds of music. So like in different types of harsh music too, like different metal, different hardcore, you know, whatever it is. And so I'm like, exactly. Yeah. I, I don't want to be just like really great at like one style. Like, Oh, I'm just a really great death metal vocalist, but like, I can't really do, I don't know, whatever else. And so I'm like, so, and, and like, especially not being in a band for several years up until I was in carnal necrosis. And then even when I was just like, if I felt like doing a cover, you know what I mean? Like I want to cover just different songs. I like it. I like, yeah. I don't want to be like, Oh, I can only cover deathcore songs or something. So exactly. Yeah. So, so I've always tried to learn different styles. And now that like I'm in a band that we're not stuck on one genre, I'm like, I want people to hear everything that, I've been learning how to do. Heck yeah, um, dude, that's perfect. Yeah, so so th- this song I feel like has got like a lot of uh like deathcore type range and I feel Definitely. like it's it, it's it's almost a deathcore song. I'm sure somebody would be like, "No, nah, it's it's like a a super like really unknown subgenre of deathcore. It's a deathcore song though." Like I'm I'm sure somebody out there'll think that, but like like that that felt appropriate but um <laughs> this, this most recent song that we that we finished writing and uh recording it's it's still being like mixed and all that stuff but oh, okay. um that i i just tracked vocals for it over the weekend um i can't call it a screamo song <laughs> damn i want to hear it that's so okay. sick <laughs> but like yeah i i go for a lot more of like less harsh and like just like the really metallic highs and more of like the emotional like my voice cracks through type of highs it's it's like and it's so funny thinking that like there's this song that is out now the swarm and then we have another song um i'm hesitant to say what it's called because i don't know if i should keep it a surprise but uh (laughs) i'll just say it so it's it's called hate to see it and it's like um it's almost like a beat down hardcore song or like a metallic hardcore <laughs> song. I don't know. It's, it's real chuggy and just real angry sounding. Um, and like my lows in that are more like more like hardcore lows than guttural lows. Okay. Um, but like to go from this song to that song and then to go to the song I was just talking about where it's like really emotional. I'm just like, People are either going to really like that we sound that like all because we're going to go for six songs for the EP. So we're, we're still working on a sixth one. Yeah. Um, but like I, people are either going to really like that all six songs sound different or people are going to really hate it. <laughs> dude, dude, to me, like I, I personally love when a band has all different sounding songs. Like I, I it's it's like granted, like I love, of course, it when they, they match, but like it just it just it's like a breath of fresh air every time you listen to the next one it's like oh damn i didn't know they could do this oh they have so much like 
room to breathe and it's and it's and it's cool that you don't like classify yourself as one genre because like i said you have room to breathe you could do whatever you want you could write an indie song if you wanted to and like it would be sick yes and it's yeah i'm so happy i think that's like part of why i like what we're doing so much is because like of course i i had evidently had an idea in mind going into this with like the you know like that playlist that i said i made with like a lot more like emotional type music yeah like so that that's kind of what i had in mind going into it but then um eli is is he's great at writing music he'll probably try to argue that but i think he's great (laughs) um like he he just comes up with so much cool stuff and so yeah, his he was, guitar works ridiculous dude it's oh insane. i'm i'm glad you think so um, yeah it's ridiculous <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah he can play that whole everybody in my band is so good at music i know dude <laughs> i love like i and i've told them before too like because because we'll all write together um, okay like we'll you know we get together for practice and we're like cool let's start writing this new song and like I'm not writing vocals along with them writing music, but yeah. I love being there. I of love course, listening yeah. to them write. And like, I love like, like for example, like Eli will come up with something really complex and Adam will like struggle to like figure out how he's going to play along with it. Like it'll take him some tries. Yeah. But like, I love hearing that progression. Like as soon as I hear that, like he didn't mess up at this part, I'm just like, Yes. Dude, oh my gosh, that sounds so good. It's so <laughs> sick, dude. That's so awesome. I I love hearing them write and and just like yeah, I I love that there's just there's so much going on musically cuz I have so much going on musically in my head all the time and on my iPod all the time. I'm like I'm never just listening to like one thing all the time. So like I don't want to just make one thing all the time. I get exactly. bored yeah exactly and and so i'm sure later down the road like for however long we keep doing this like i'm sure we'll kind of find something that sticks that we tend to sound like but i i hope that we can always continue to like throw people off a little bit i mean like oh like like this is a grindcore song but like it had a really slow breakdown with gutturals like that'd be so sick yeah, it it might happen. Who knows? <laughs> Dude, I'm stoked. <laughs> um, I'm so stoked. But but the the way we like to look at it is like there's a little something for everybody. Like Heck I yeah. think I think like no matter what type of metal or just heavier, faster music you're into, I feel like if you don't like all of our stuff, I totally get it. But I feel like there's got to be something that everybody can say like, oh, that's pretty cool. Dude, that's perfect. That, that's exactly what you want to do. And plus, like. If it's cool to you guys, that's all that technically matters anyways. Yeah, yeah, people can hate us, and I think we'll still have fun making music. Dude, (laughs) then you would be cell damaged, so don't even worry, man. (laughs) People love you guys, dude. What are you talking about? (laughs) Dude, no, like, I've I've always said, like, it just seems weird if people like my band, because I love my band so much, but, like, it's it's always weird if someone says, like, oh, you guys are cool. It's like, you're a liar, but okay. Like, (laughs) (laughs) I, I think that's, like, why you guys get the the attention that you guys get is because i think it like it's evident that you guys are just having fun and that you guys are just making what you guys think is cool and just playing what you guys feel like playing and and i think people see that and they're like dang that's cool that they like said fuck it and just made this (laughs) that's so sick like when um 
the last was it the last show that like happened up here before COVID? It was uh uh in Chad Chad's driveway. I think oh, that yeah. I mean, of course shows have been happening up here, but like the last show that like you guys and Reclaim played and all the other like Marrow. Yeah. Um, I think that was the last show you guys all played up here. It if, might have been, yeah. Yeah, and oh man, that feels like a long time ago. It was. That was, that was a <laughs> dang. That was a great show, though. Um, yeah, heck yeah. Uh, I we had a friend with us that doesn't listen to a lot of heavier music. Like he's cool with it. Yeah, but it's just not really his thing. Um, and for someone like that, I was expecting him to hear you guys and being like oh they're they're weird they're harsh like <laughs> like they, they don't have like a like i don't know i didn't expect him to like it but he said his favorite thing was the noise really yeah like like because you guys always have like a bunch of feedback and you know danny's doing his thing with the pedals in between in between songs and stuff and just exactly. screaming and whatnot and like to me noise off for a lot of people like as somebody that like did noise exclusively for like a few years yeah. like they were like oh no noise like what but <laughs> I, I i think people seem to really like it in music maybe not on its own but like mixed in with stuff i don't know he thought it was awesome though and he, he loved watching you guys so i'm like i guess that's just that's all the proof you need right there sale image is just cool that's so sick oh, <laughs> dude that's so sick dude that's like, oh man, that makes me so happy, dude. Like, especially like to know that someone that doesn't listen to it l- liked us. That that blows my mind, dude. That's so sick. Yeah, heck yeah. Dude, oh, like, and then <laughs> dude, oh, I'm so stoked. But like, um, <laughs> but no, I wanted to I, I really wanted to tell you that like this song is really, really fucking cool. Like I was Thank you so it, much. Oh, dude, it's it's great. And like it's I don't know. I, I I'm bummed that like we can't play shows together right now. Like it, I th- I feel like we could really fit together, and it, I think it would be it would just be perfect. Yes, it'd be so well, much fun. Hey, it soon soon as soon as COVID fucks off, um, <laughs> we we're gonna do it. It's gonna happen. Hell, yeah. I'm stoked. I from the time I saw you guys, which when did I first see you guys? Was that that 2018? oh wait i don't i don't know but i i think it it was a while ago or maybe it was 2019 i think it was january 2019 i visited and then i moved back a few months later oh oh yeah 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 Yeah, that makes sense yeah okay that's that sounds right um but because uh caesar had hyped you guys up and and uh and and i had heard you guys on Bandcamp, and i thought it was pretty sick but seeing you guys makes all the difference Oh, like shit, I, I, I loved watching you guys. I was like, and, and I bought your guys' long sleeve that day too. And I was like, these guys are awesome. Like, oh, dude, that's I, so cool. Yeah. And I, I was like, in that show, because I, I hadn't seen Reclaim before that either, because they, they formed while I was out in Kansas, but I knew yeah. they were, I knew they were doing really well. Yes, um, definitely. Yeah. So when I finally visited and, and went to that show, I was like, wow dude the high desert is doing well musically right now <laughs> like there is diversity and it's good there is good music in the high desert right now and i was like i wish i could be involved and um for completely other reasons i you know i moved back and i was like sick 
like that was like if there was one thing I was looking forward to with moving back, it was like just being part of the music scene because I was oh, like, there's so just sick. so much sick music right now, and and C forty seven exists, and yes, yeah, like um, I know they were getting a little less active towards uh, the you know towards COVID happening, but like yeah, uh, but just the fact that there is slash was i are they still well yeah you guys you guys still go there to like practice and record and stuff so so they're yeah, still yeah. around oh um, definitely yeah yeah but just just the fact that like that exists that there is a diy venue and, and now the ball pit exists too like we there wasn't diy venues when i was in my old band before i moved like it was all house shows yep and yeah, and exactly. uh and being in a death metal band like people didn't fuck with us Damn, like that's like the, the, there were a few people around here that like really did think we were sick. Like some of the dudes that were like into more old school metal, like the, you know, like long hair kid with a Slayer shirt thinks we're sick. You know what I mean? Like... <laughs> That's so perfect, dude. I know I can just envision that. Perfect. There, there, there is one guy that like, I, I am actually talking about. <laughs> he probably won't listen to this, but I won't say his name anyway. But That's it's awesome. yeah, it's it's funny. But and that because because back at the time, and I know, and I was surprised too to hear that cell damage was around back then, and we just never knew about each other. Like yeah. maybe maybe you guys knew about us, but I didn't know about you guys. I heard um, the name. I heard your guys' name once, and that was literally it. And I didn't I didn't know if it was a band. Like like I, oh, that's I, funny. Someone literally said Carnal Necrosis, and I was like, what is that? <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. See, so the the name I was like, I was really into slam at the time. And so I was going for like a slam sounding name and they were like all cool with it. The name ended up actually like not even making a lot of sense, but who cares? <laughs> yeah, exactly, um, man. Yeah. But uh, yeah, no. So we back then, like a lot of our fans were older, like a lot of like the old school metalheads. So like me being like, I joined that band when I was 18. Oh, wow. And and uh, Nick and Eli, he they were the drummer and the guitarist that started the band. Eli, you know, being in my band now, yeah. Um, I think they were like twenty six, and, oh, wow. and I and I was eighteen. So like, <laughs> like, and it's funny to think about because I'm twenty five now, and I'm like, dang, being in a band with an eighteen year old would be weird. That's <laughs> <laughs> like I'm not that much older, I guess, but I'm like that's like a kid. Like they were yeah, cool, right? like being in a band with a kid, but like they they thought I was really cool. So, um. But yeah, it was like anytime we played shows, it was always like the people that really liked us were all like 30 and up. And uh, it was, it, yeah, it was cool because like they thought I was cool because I was so young and I was doing what I was doing. Um, but like to me personally, I was like, this isn't really the audience I want. Yeah. Not that I didn't like the music we were playing because I did. I was having yeah, a great exactly. time, but I was just like, I kind of wish like, people that were like my friends thought we were really cool <laughs> yeah because <laughs> yeah. like then you get like, dudes that are just like way too into death metal that are like oh did you hear this this one band dude you'd really like them they've been around they like they put this album out in like 1989 <laughs> like, dude, like i don't care like death metal is cool but like i honestly don't really listen to it that much like i was really into <laughs> slam at the time um which you get those dudes that are into that too. And that was all cool. But like, exactly. Um, where was I even going with that? Oh um, yeah. Just 
scene was way different at the time. It was all like deathcore and metalcore. Like I'm, yeah. I'm sure, I'm sure you remember a lot of the bands that were around at the time. Oh yes, um, definitely and so, a lot of metalcore. Yeah, and uh, I did not like most of it. Like, <laughs> yeah, me neither. <laughs> yeah, not like not to pick out any names because people who know me and we're like around back then like they know but uh some of the bands were not good <laughs> dude <laughs> uh, i agree <laughs> um and so oh, man the shows were whack too <laughs> dude like, every Wait. house show was really put together and it was like you did have those few people that were really into the bands and like really wanted to mosh and stuff and then like a lot of people were just there to be like it's like a party like people are doing drugs and drinking and stuff and they're only 17 like <laughs> dude dude that's what I, that's what I, I hated about the the house shows that would happen up here because like i i loved playing them i love playing in like front rooms whatever like that's that's the best shit ever but like right when i, when I see like underage kids drinking and like like you said doing drugs it's like Dude, I'm gonna get arrested. Like, I don't want to be here. Like, that's terrible. Oh yeah, man. Yeah, it's yeah, it's stupid. I, uh, I would go to some of the shows now and then, back yeah. then, because like, people I knew were there. Like, there were bands to see, and it was just cool to like go to shows. But after a bit, like, I would only go to shows if I was playing them. Yeah, and, no, and even it, and even then, it was like we either wouldn't get invited to shows because of like how different we were. And like the younger people like that were honestly my age, like didn't like us because yeah. everybody and everybody in my band was older. I mean, like, like I said, we had Nick and Eli who were uh, in their later twenties. Um, and then Andrew, who wasn't a lot younger than them. Um, so like, I don't know, we just stuck out too much. So a lot of people didn't like us as much. And then like, I think we just kind of got tired of playing those types of shows because it was like, people don't really like us. Like we, we get put in the opener, like five people watch. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway. we, 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 yeah, we did a couple of our own house shows. Um, and those actually ended up going really well because like we had a say in the lineup, you know? Yeah, exactly. Uh, um, and so we booked bands that were like us and we got good turnouts a couple times actually. Um, That's badass. Yeah. But uh, anyway, yeah. So it, it's just crazy to see how the scene evolved. I was like, wow, it was like, it was so whack back then. It just like, it wasn't really about the music. It really and wasn't. It, it was like, like the show basically like how cool can you be yeah because even even the people in the bands like um i like not not to shit talk and judge anybody's abilities as a musician or their drive as a musician but i like you said it it kind of seemed more like they were just trying to be cool than to actually focus on like making music that they were really not that they weren't into deathcore i'm sure but like yeah yeah uh (laughs) It, it just, was just it, topical, so they played it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It just got it got stale. They were just playing what was cool. Um, yeah, and like, okay, you all can write mean breakdowns. That's great. Um, <laughs> and I just remember, like, that was like around the time that I, I uh, veered away from deathcore too, because that was what I was really into in high school. Um, I, I listened to a lot of deathcore in high school, but then like once I got out of high school, I think like part of partially seeing the the local bands and then also joining a death metal band and then wanting to get more into 
death metal and not death core. Like I just, I, I stopped liking it for a while. Um, where was I going with that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know. But so, yeah. So moving back, it was, it was cool to see that like, there's people like playing music that isn't like six of the same band. Like, yeah. like you, you guys and reclaim, were and are like two of the most popular bands in the high desert i feel like that's weird like that's what i feel like i mean maybe there's other scenes i don't know about but at least in our scene um like i feel like people like you guys play all the shows together people come to see you guys and i'm like it's so sick because reclaim is like kind of old school hardcore like i'm i'm not well versed in hardcore so somebody's probably going to tell me I'm wrong, but like, I feel like it's got more of, <laughs> more of an old school sound. I totally and then, agree. yeah. Yeah. And, and then you guys are whatever you guys are. <laughs> and, and, and it's like, it's two very different bands, both very good at what they are doing and people really like it and go for the bands. They know your guys lyrics. They have your merch. And I'm like, it's Wow. I need, I need this. This is what I wanted the high desert to be in 2016 when I moved. Damn. Yeah. Dude. Well, that, that's awesome to hear, dude. Like, I like, seriously, thank you. That like, like that's, that's always, it's, it's, it's weird if anyone ever says it. So like, that's, that is so badass to hear. So thank you again. That's so Of cool. course. I, I'm a huge cell damage fan, man. I am. <laughs> that's so weird. <laughs> Get out of here, dude. Like, like no like i like that's sick dude but like that that's why i'm so stoked for you guys to finally be able to get to play your like first show like i can't i cannot wait until this is over so we can do it i've been waiting a long time man like i've been wanting to play a show so bad but covid has kind of given us because so i i really wanted to come out to our first show with a bang because Not to talk bad about my old band or anybody involved in my old band, because I loved it and it was sick and we had really good music. But what one thing that we did that I wanted to make sure we didn't do this time with this band was we played shows regularly. I wouldn't say we played a ton of shows, but we were regularly playing shows. Uh-huh. But that was kind of it. It was like we we wrote really tight songs we played tight and we performed tight and we had fun doing it, but it was like playing the same songs, like plus one every once in a while for like two years yeah, and not having like anything recorded, not having like, we didn't have merch besides like uh, just like some DIY stickers and then like some burned CDs of our demo. That was like all we had to show for it. And there were people that would come to our shows regularly it wasn't like it was new people like there was new people every single time but it wasn't like every show was new people you know there was always a few that had seen us before and yeah and uh they they would ask us like hey when when uh when are you guys gonna get like some cds or some shirts or something like i'd love to support or somebody would see us for the first time and be like dude you guys were awesome can i buy something from you guys and never could you know like yeah I'd, i'd love to give you something and we like money uh (laughs) but but no uh here here's a free burned cd of some you know not so well recorded songs and they'd be like all right cool and then it's like but like 
how many people get those burned CDs and just like put them away? You know exactly, dude. Yeah, I've I've got a stack of band demos somewhere. You know, I mean, just from like playing different shows with different bands, they're like, oh, check us out, and like I'll listen to it like the one time in the car, and then it's in my shelf. You know exactly. No, I've done the exact same thing. So with with Cicada Swarm, I was like, I want to come out with a bang. Like I want to play our first show. And I want people to think that we know what we're doing, you know, like I want, <laughs> That's perfect. Yeah. yeah, I was, I was like, I want to have an EP out. I want to, I want to have tapes. If we can have more merch, like even just some stickers. Perfect. I, I want pe- like people to hear us and be like, yes, we do have stuff. If you want to go listen to this at home and show your friends, check it out rather than it's like people have to see us like, for like six months or a year before there's like any merch that they can get their hands on. Like I I want it, I want it to just be there. If people love us the first time they see us, I want merch to be available. I want recordings to be available. And like, maybe that's just me being like really ambitious or optimistic or cocky even. But like, I was like, I just, I want to come out with a bang. I want to play our first show looking like we've been around for a while. No, that and honestly, that's the best thing you should do because yeah, it, it like granted, like yeah, you guys could be playing great music, but a lot of the people probably like will be nervous to go up to the new band just to say like, "Yo, you guys are good," because no one else is going up to you. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, like, and then if you have like the like if you say if you were to have a shirt, your EP, and like stickers, like it, it already gives you that platform like at a merch table saying like, "Oh shit!" Like. They actually have stuff. They're not brand new. They must have been doing something. So, like, yeah, if you guys come out with that, that's like probably the smartest thing that you guys could do. Hell yeah! I'm glad you think so. I really am. Yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. Uh, so, so I feel like COVID kind of gave us an advantage there. Uh, yeah. Because yeah. there's no there's no expectations for us to like show up on a bill anytime soon. Like, I've I've heard you mention in, in some of your earlier podcasts that like you guys have been hit up. Um, yeah, and, yeah. And, and so have we, I guess that's just the inevitability of like, you have a band page, some idiots bound to be like, Hey, come play a show. And it's like, Oh, yeah. <laughs> we don't even have music. What are you talking about? Like, yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, we've been hit up for a few, we we've considered a few, but then it, like, as it comes closer, it's always like, uh, no, not only because like for health reasons, that's not a good idea, but also like, we're not as ready as I really like us to be. Like See, that's, that's we can, perfect, we, we can play a set like, you know, like at this point we have five songs and even like a couple months ago we had four. I was like, okay, we can play a four song set. And like, that's pretty good. Yeah. But, definitely. but it's not what I want people to see out of us yet. Exactly. And, and honestly, like, thank you because the, the, like the more, like if you're cool with your set, then that means it will be even better because you're your, your own worst critic. So you're going to say like, Yo, the set sucks right now, even though no one would notice anyone messed up. So like, yeah, <laughs> like that's that is literally the coolest thing you could do. So honestly, you guys are doing the smartest, smartest thing at this time. That That's what I would say. I'm not saying like I'm well versed in all this stuff, but I'm just saying like it sounds like a very good idea. That's what I would do if I were starting a new band. Thank you so much. Um, Yeah. So ideally, by the time it's uh socially acceptable to start playing shows uh everything will be ready um Heck yeah and i mean, I mean so there sick. might even be some time in between because like um 
I'm not going to like put any dates on it just because every time I do, it always ends up not happening by that time. Of course. But, but, uh, we're EP sometime by the end of the year. Oh, okay. Cool. (laughs) Heck yeah, dude. That that gives you a a big, a big, a big gap of time. So so like I was shooting for Halloween, but eh, we'll see. Um, so just sometime by the end of the year, without a doubt, there will be an EP. And people can listen to it and buy it. Um, we we are we are planning on doing cassettes. Okay, I was gonna say like are, like are you are you guys pressing them yourselves or what do you where, where are you going? Um, through? I it's a little up in the air right now. Oh, okay. Um, we we had a couple people that had said that they could do it for us. One person ended up getting back to me and was like, "Hey, um, some stuff came up, so I don't know if I'll be able to do it or not. I might need to get back in touch with them." Um, and then, oh, okay. and then, and then another person we'd asked a while ago, um, that originally said cool, but we haven't asked him again recently to make sure that like, that's still cool. Yeah. So, but I know enough people with tape dubbing equipment that like, I'm sure like, I, I would never expect somebody to do something for free. So I'm sure if I was like, Hey, if like I could pay for at least some of this or like supply you with the tapes or something like, could you, could you do this for us? Like, I, I'm sure I'll find somebody. Oh yeah, um, definitely, dude. Like there are yeah. so many people out there wanting to help out bands anyway. Yeah, which is oh, it's it's so sick. It's like it's been sick getting older and getting more involved with music and art in general. And then I think also just like technology and social media is really helping people a lot. But like just to see, oh, yeah. like just to like be involved in like an art community. Cause like, I, I know in like high school, like even just like knowing somebody that was in a band was like almost unheard of. And then Seriously. like t- to not only be friends with people that are in bands that I consider myself a fan of and be able to like buy their merch and know people that can design merch for me and know people that could print merch for me. And then to like now also have my own abilities. Like now I I'm in a band and uh, and now, like, I know how to make logos so I can make art for people. And, like, that's, oh, I, I know so a bunch cool. of people that, that make tapes and stuff. It's, like, it's so sick to, like, think that, like, in, 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 in the few years between, like, high school and now, like, just how crazy it is to, like, know all these people that, like, I never thought I'd be involved in something like that. Like, that, to know people that know how to do things and make art. and, and like, <laughs> That's so cool. I, I I love it. I'm like, man, high school would me me would think I'm like awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, no, like I feel like like the the same version for me, like if like because like I never I didn't start playing drums until like my last year of like high school. So like I like knowing that I would be here at this point, I'd probably be like, There's no way. You get out of here, dude. Yeah. Yeah, man, it's yeah, it's sick. There's there's some things that are cooler that are, that are cool about uh, getting older. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there just a there are things. there are a lot of things that suck, but there are a yeah. few things that are cool. Um, Heck yeah, yeah, man. Uh, like I think like one of the first things that I thought I did that was super sick was um, do you know the band Monomate or not really band artist? Yeah, uh, yeah. I, okay. I've heard of him. So, I had the pleasure of seeing and meeting him in 2015. 
oh, okay. um, at this tiny little show in LA. Um, but it, it was sick because like I, I had been listening to Nintendo Core since like MySpace. Um, and so like I, I, I was I was really into like I am error and I shot the duck hunt dog. Oh, um, dude, both of those are amazing, dude. I yes. love I shot the duck hunt dog. Yeah, dude, me too. Um, and then, you know, I am error went on to be monomate. And uh, I think it was a f- it, dude, it was one of my friends that didn't even live in California, but he was also a big monomate fan. Um, it was like, hey, he was like, dude, like, I don't know how far you live from L.A. or like if you'll even be able to make it. But like, check this out. Like he's playing in L.A. And I was like, I have to go. I don't care what else I'm doing. I have to go. Um, and thankfully, like being how old was I? Like 19. I didn't have shit going on. Um, <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I was I was able to make it to that. And that was his last Nintendo Core show because he, he still. Yeah, he still does music under the name Monomate, but it's not Nintendo Core anymore. Um, and he had already stopped doing Nintendo Core at that point. Um, oh, wow. But but he because uh, he lives in Oregon now, I think. Yeah, I think he lives in Portland or like around Portland. Um, but yeah, he had already stopped doing Nintendo Core for a while, but he was coming back here to visit because he's from here and uh, was like he, he just wanted to do one last little thing just just for a few people. Oh, that's and, cool. Uh, and so it was sick. So so I got to see him and I got to meet him. Um and so we're um came friends on facebook and you know we've stayed in touch all the way up until now like i I still interact with him um but it was so sick when he hit me up to do a logo for him um that he ended up just like turning into stickers and he might have made a beanie i don't remember so he was yeah so he wasn't doing a lot with the logo necessarily and like but it was just the fact that like I am now cool enough with this person that I never thought several years before I would ever even meet or talk to even on the internet. And that I was just like such a huge fan for uh, of, I mean, and like now we know each other on a well enough basis that like, he wants me to make a logo for him. I'm like, (laughs) I'm making a logo for someone that I was a fan of in high school. And like, while it's not like the most, freaking famous band or anything ever like that's cool to me oh heck you know? yeah like, that's, just, that's the best part yeah so yeah it's 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 sick just getting more involved in uh music and art over time dude that that like that, that that's that's amazing dude that like especially to like to do something for a band that you like like it doesn't matter how big or small they are it is so cool to know that you like that band and you were able to do something for him yeah absolutely and oh his nintendo core is so sick i do it hell yeah Pete, if you hear this i'm sorry i haven't listened to any of your newer stuff but grand battle was a great album okay (laughs) (laughs) heck yeah dude dude okay so like okay i i i usually like to wrap it like wrap these things up with like i have like two questions so are you going to ask a TV show one? I don't have an answer. I'm sorry. Oh, well, too bad. You're going to have to answer it uh, there. But, but like before that one, like just be it's it sucks that you can't answer for Cicada Swarm. But like what has been your best and your worst show? May it be your noise or Cardinal Necrosis or if you've had any bands before that? OK, Um. so, yeah. So so for previous projects. Um, my favorite Carnal Necrosis show was probably um 
it was this little metal fest. Was it even all metal? I think it was like a few different genres, actually. I seem to remember there being a ska band. Uh, <laughs> oh, perfect. <laughs> yeah, but 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 there were there were. I think it was mostly metal bands. Um, and it was at what was it called, the Moose Lodge or the Elks Lodge in oh, San Bernardino. The... Oh, okay. Uh, I think I I think I've heard of that. Yeah. Okay. Um, cool little spot. Um, and so they they had like a few different stages set up. Um and we were like right in the middle of the night on like a really tiny like outside stage and it was wild because like um, unless like my perspective is wrong it seemed like <laughs> it, it's it seemed like we had a bigger pole than a lot of the other bands there like really? like like we i cuz i want to say our set was probably like 5 songs maybe 6 but probably like 5 um and and by like the second song like i just kept seeing more and more people come up in front of in front of the not really a stage but a little platform we were playing on uh <laughs> and it was so sick like there was actually like a decent amount of people watching us i was really stoked on it and and people were moshing and headbanging they seemed into it and uh a memorable highlight of it besides that was halfway through our set um the power went out oh what? and yeah and so eli and andrew um guitars and bass they have tube amps so their their amps had retained a little bit of power i don't know how that works but you were <laughs> yeah. still you were still able to hear them um our other guitarist wasn't using a tube amp i don't know what the other kind of amp is called i don't know solid instruments space. yeah okay cool I'm glad you know. Um, yeah, so you, you stopped hearing him. And then, of course, drums. You're going to hear drums no matter Forever. what. Forever, yeah. Um, and then, like, of course, my mic stops working. But their band's still playing, and people are still enjoying it. So I said, fuck it. And I just, like, I went into the pit and just started screaming the lyrics at people. Oh, and, that's badass. And And, like, it was fun for me, and they loved it. Everybody was way into it. And then, like by the end of the song the power came back on and everything was cool but it was just like it was that moment of like something went wrong like all the lights turned off and you could only hear half of what was going on but people like just did not care <laughs> that's was, so cool dude. yeah oh. so sick and then i that that same show i didn't see it happen but i heard about it happen so nick our drummer uh chugged like a huge bottle of water right before playing yeah. and the that like all jiggling around in his stomach with like the heat and then like playing drums real fast. Like he ended up throwing up while he was playing like he, and he didn't stop. Cause I never, I never heard anything different. I guess, oh, he, dude. I guess, I guess he threw up on his snare drum and of oh, course, he's, yeah, of course he's <laughs> still playing his snare drum. So he's like splashing on himself. And everything. Oh dude, that's but, so gross. Yeah. 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 But I never saw it. But I was told it happened, and and the <laughs> fact amazing. that like the fact that he did it and kept playing like it didn't happen is so sick. Yeah, that's that's amazing. Yeah. Um. And then I if if I can add one one other favorite show from being yeah, go ahead in that band was our first show. Our first oh, really? show, yeah, went really well. Um, which I I imagine is probably really uncommon for most bands. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I think. Part of it was uh, I booked the show and I booked us as a headliner. 
um, which everybody's going to be really mad. Like, dude, that's stupid. Like, why would you not headline (laughs) somebody that, that like people already listen to? And like, yeah, you're right. I get it. And I knew that at the time too. (laughs) Hear me out. (laughs) No, no. My my idea when I booked the show was, uh, cause it was only a three band lineup. Um, Oh, okay. And I had, in my mind, when I was setting it up was like to, to start off with the most mellow and go up to the heaviest, which, which is probably still sounding cocky. Like, Oh, you assume you're the heaviest band. (laughs) Whatever, dude. Um, (laughs) so yeah, so, so we headlined right before us was desert eclipse. Do you remember them? I remember the name. I don't, were they like a rock band or something Mm, like that? Uh, no, but there were some of those at the time. I remember, okay. and, and I didn't really like any of those bands. Yeah. <laughs> um, but no, they were like metalcore, I guess. Okay. Um, I never really knew what type of music they were. They didn't have any clean vocals. Not that, like, now that I know more about metalcore, like, metalcore doesn't always have clean vocals, but um, they they just played some type of metal that just had some breakdowns in it. They were pretty good. Okay. okay. And then I don't remember who opened. I think it was Daylight. Oh, wow. Um, no way. Yeah. Because, like, I was super tight with Caesar and Brad and Damien, all the guys in that band at the time. Um, and I think I was just like, I wanted, like, they weren't getting a lot of shows because they'd only been around for a few months. Um, and then, like, we were just starting out. So I was like, cool, I'm going to I'm gonna book you guys. I'm going to go day late. And then I'm going to have, like, a metal core band so they're not super heavy. And then a yeah. death metal band. And I feel like just stylistically it makes sense. Yeah, um, yeah definitely. And I booked it in the parking lot of this old, this vape shop that's not around anymore called Vapor Nebs. Um, <laughs> Dude, that's okay. Yeah. Cool. It, it, was, it was off 3rd and Main, like right behind that, uh, I think it's a 76 gas station. Um, oh, okay, yeah. And uh, yeah, I don't know how many people remember that. Um, I was, oh my God, I was so into vaping at the time. And uh, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's stupid like that st- <laughs> stupidest phase of my life like i'd rather have had like any other phase at this point <laughs> but uh yeah anyway so I-, I hung out at that shop a lot and uh got cool with everybody that was working there and told them i was in a band and um i don't remember if they asked me or if i asked them if i could do a show there and uh but yeah so we, we did it right there in their parking lot that's and, cool yeah it was super sick and uh I want to say for it being like our first show and like the first time a show had ever happened there, like a good, like 80 people turned out. What? That's it was ridiculous. A, yeah. That parking lot was pretty full. Dude, um, that's so badass. Yeah. So like, yeah, that was so sick. So it was like, I think, I think my first, our first show was one of my favorite shows for that reason was just cause like I was just trying something. And so many people turned out and liked it. Um, Cause That's I ended cool. up, I ended up doing like two or three more shows in that parking lot. Yeah. And uh, none of them had the same turnout. And I don't know if like the lineup had to do with it or if it was just like people tried it and didn't want to come back. I don't know. I think, I think the lineups did have a little bit to do with it. Um, but yeah. And Oh, and then uh, like some of the neighboring businesses were, were kind of upset. That yeah, we were doing that. <laughs> yeah. So, so, so after like three or four shows, there it was we stopped doing them. But yeah, 
that's still cool though just to know that you played in a, like i love having weird shows and knowing that you can say that you played the parking lot of a vape shop is amazing yeah right <laughs> I, I love it and we yeah. we we played in a hookah lounge what um, yeah do you remember ripping hookah lounge on bear valley oh, i remember the name i'm pretty did deformography ever play there yeah they played with us Yes. Okay. I was gonna say, like, I, I I knew of them playing there, but oh, you guys played. That's so crazy. Yeah. So, oh man, deformography is so sick. I love them. Uh, and it was cool. Uh, are we trying to wrap up this podcast? Because, dude, I'm so good at talking. No, no, keep going, dude. No, no, it's all good. Keep going. Yes, I I I'm sorry to anybody. I'm boring. It's okay. <laughs> I know. I talk too much. Um. Yeah. No, deformography is great. They um. So Nick from Carnal Necrosis had actually played with them in one of his old bands. I don't even remember what they were called back in like oh, wow. two thousand, like two thousand eight or something Whoa. like that. So like when we started in two, like the very end of twenty thirteen, like it had already been like five years, and I don't think Jeez. they were active in that whole time. But we were really trying to set up our own show, and I don't remember what show this even was, but we were really trying to set something up and uh nick was like hey i wonder if they even remember who i am and if they'd be cool with playing with us like i doubt it but uh you know we'll see <laughs> yeah and uh sure enough and uh it was yeah so we ended up playing several shows with them um and i think they only played shows with us oh, no and, way like, like yeah and like maybe a couple others but like because i think like they were in other bands like uh Giovanni and uh, Brahim are in Life of Life. Refusal. Which is um, amazing. I love that band. Oh, so yeah. Cool. They're sick. We played with them once, too. Oh, um, and, and then I think, aren't they both also in Thrashquatch? Uh, uh, no, j just uh, Geo's in Thrashquatch. Oh, okay. And they're pretty cool, too. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, they, so like they had other bands that they were doing. Um, so I think like Deformography wasn't like a priority. But I think like any time that we were like, hey, you guys want to play a show with us or like if they got asked to play a show, it just like happened that we were also asked. Oh, so, that's awesome. Yeah. So we played a few shows and then I think like, um, so carnal necrosis went on for a year or two after I moved. Um, Oh wow. Yeah. With a different vocalist. Um, and I think like once Arnold stopped playing, I think deformography also stopped playing. So kind of funny Damn, how that happened. Yeah, exactly. That's crazy. Yeah. But we played, yeah, so we played Rippin' Hookah Lounge. I actually booked that because um, I don't even remember how that happened. I think Nick knew somebody that worked there or, like, was a manager there or something. And uh, I don't know who knew who or who asked who, but we we got a couple of shows through that guy because there was, there was the Hookah Lounge show. And then we also played at the fairgrounds, like, during Halloween. Oh, cool. Yeah, I mean, yeah, cool, but, like, nobody was there. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, like, I played at the fairgrounds, so, like, I, I guess that it sounds cool. <laughs> um, exactly, dude. Yeah, and I was supposed to keep booking shows at the hookah lounge, because I remember, like, they'd had DJs there on a regular basis. Um, oh, wow. Yeah, so so like people would come and like they're they're coming for like the party atmosphere, um, but uh, whoever was working there was like we're trying to like mix it up a little bit so it's not just like the same thing every weekend. 
Yeah. Um, so, you know, you, you've booked a few bands around here. Uh, we'd love if you could book some more shows here, just like, you know, run it by us, of course, but like we're, we're up open to pretty much anything. No way. But, That's cool. Yeah. So uh, I was just like, and I didn't know like a lot of local bands at the time, but like, I guess I was more ballsy and willing to just ask bands that had no idea who I was. And like, yeah. we're probably like bigger than like playing a high desert hookah lounge show <laughs> level. Yeah. But like, I was just asking anybody like, y'all never hurts to ask. The worst they'll say is no, or they'll ignore me. And that's fine. Exactly. So, but uh, there was one show I was trying to set up that was, um, so speaking of Nintendo core, do you remember a band called a hundred dead rabbits? Yeah. Were they, were they from up here? No, but they were from SoCal. Okay. Um, I was going to say, I remember them. Yeah. I don't, I don't know what city, um, probably closer to LA, I imagine. Um, but they, they ended up changing their name to hundred dead, I guess. Just, they took the rabbits part out, but oh, I, okay. I, I had scheduled them and, uh, cause seven, eight, nine. Yeah. And, okay. uh, I don't remember. might've been like based upon design, uh, which heard of them. they were, where were they from? So somewhere in the Inland Empire, they weren't a high desert band, but they weren't from too far away because we played a few shows with them. Um, and and they were like a they were like metalcore. They had programmed drums. Um, oh, okay. <laughs> but uh, no, they were pretty good. Um, yeah, I think I had booked the three of them, and then Hundred Dead and Cause Seven Eight Nine ended up dropping, and I was like, well, cool. I don't have a show now. Um, but just the fact that like they had even initially said yes, well, Hundred Hundred Dead especially because. Cause seven eight nine, I, I ended up becoming friends with a drummer, um, and we had played a couple shows with them. But uh, yeah, I sucked at hundred dead had to drop. I was like, man, I really wanted to see them play Sea of Dreams. <laughs> Damn, that would that, that that's that would have been badass. Yeah, hell yeah. And then I think there were like a couple other shows that like I was working on setting up, and then they were always like, oh, sorry, I didn't realize like we already had a different like a DJ booked for that weekend or. Like Aww. bands would drop, and so like after like three failed shows, I was like, "All right, never mind." Yeah, <laughs> like nah, nope. <laughs> yes, that's not gonna work. Because they, <laughs> they, they they were they were offering to pay me too, which was super sick. What really? Yeah, like they were gonna give me like half of whatever revenue they made off of uh, entry. Um, really? Which which probably wouldn't have ended up being that much in the end, but like even to make like. 20 somewhere between like 25 and 50 bucks off a show that i put together that would have been amazing especially at like 19 years old oh yeah but yeah so that all fell through but i mean like that was what kind of like got me interested in wanting to open up a little venue like i was really really trying to open up a diy venue up here um and uh, being broke helped nothing and then uh (laughs) also the scene was kind of depleting at the time like a lot of the bands that were around were like not really around anymore yeah um and and then i moved and then things happened without me and uh it's cool guys not like i was trying to do that before or anything <laughs> <laughs> no i'm i'm abs- i'm absolutely kidding i think it's so sick that everything exists now yeah dude it it, it is definitely it has definitely changed a lot in the last couple of years which is amazing and i love it dude like yeah it's just weird to have multiple venues up in the high desert again and like like 
it, it's, I, I'm just excited. I just can't wait for this all to be over so it, it can go back to normal and we can just like play shows again. It, it's going to come back with a boom, dude. Yeah. I, I am so sure that whenever the first show up here happens again, well, I, I, I guess I should say, cause like, I guess the ball pit's still been doing stuff. Um, yeah. but, but whenever like you guys and reclaim and, uh, us um <laughs> and, and like marrow and uh, you know all the all the bands that people like all all come back together and are doing shows again like i i can just imagine like the turnouts are gonna be nuts yeah dude i oh, dude i cannot wait it's gonna be so cool hell yeah i can't wait and i'm so happy that i can finally be part of it too dude I'm, it's I'm gonna be I, it's gonna be fun dude i can't wait because i i haven't played a show with a band since uh 2015 wow yeah. dude five years that's ridiculous yeah well i guess unless you count the like two times uh me caesar and brad spontaneously played a 1990x set oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> but it's not the same <laughs> that's awesome because none of that's rehearsed <laughs> like the lyrics are a little bit rehearsed but that's it yeah <laughs> <laughs> um and then like uh oh i've only played as mishap once since i've been back um and that and that was at the foo house exactly Um, yeah and like playing oh man playing noise is just interesting but like playing in a band is different because it's not like you're just setting your gear up and just kind of like doing whatever you have in mind and like people probably won't like it that much unless like they're into noise like noise shows are different of course yeah um but like just doing your thing and having people be like dude that was cool and like it's cool like it's different when it's like hey this is something that we've worked really hard on and this is rehearsed and i'm very nervous because i don't want to blow it and i really want people to think that this is good like it's it's so different than just like yeah i'm just gonna go improvise for 10 minutes yeah exactly yeah Oh, and then I guess on that note, uh, fa- favorite mishap show. I guess I'll, I'll throw that in real fast. Um, <laughs> Heck yeah. I, I I think had to have been Kansas City Noise Fest two, the the first one because I, I played two, three, and four. Um, oh, wow. And, and and three and four were both super sick. Um, but those were at a bar. Uh-huh. Um, oh, okay. Or or were they both at a bar? Yeah, I guess I think it was at the same bar both years around. Um, re- really sick little venue though. Don't get me wrong. Um, and ton of people there. It was sick. But what was really cool about that first one was not only was it my second time playing a noise set ever, um, but uh, and and people were like, because people had heard of me, I guess, and I don't know if it was because like they already like knew about my project and were like had been listening to it, but like. I think like word just got around that it was like, hey, this this guy that moved out here from California is is going to be playing. Like, I th- I think like that like kind of went around, and so people were kind of excited to see it. Weird, um, cool. Which was sick. Yeah, it was crazy. Turn like showing up there, and like I had no idea who to talk to. I had no idea who anybody was, or really like where to even go. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, somebody. I think the guy that booked me actually uh, came outside like in between sets and saw me just kind of like standing around lost. Yeah. And, and, <laughs> and he found me and he was like, dude, are, are you, are you mishap? And I was like, uh, yeah. 
he was like he was stoked he was like super excited oh and that's so cool i was not ready for that it was so sick um so not only like like i think it wasn't the best set i played by any means yeah. but it was just so fun because not only were people stoked to see me and people were getting like really into my set but the venue i think the venue is like really what makes it what it is is because like there's there's all kinds of weird like diy spots you'll play like like a hookah lounge or like the basement of somebody's house um which like that alone is cool because we don't have basements in california exactly um but uh the this venue it was in like a really weird industrial part of kansas city um like like just outside of like a neighborhood um, like, like, like just right around the corner was like a main street with like a gas station and all that shit on the corner. Oh, okay. Um, but like, it was like tucked behind it, like just this like weird industrial spot. And it was like industrial storage units, I guess. Like people would, I am assuming would store like, like project cars or like tractors and other equipment and like extra, I don't know, like building materials. Like I'm guessing that was like what this little atmosphere was and i think there was even like it probably not an active railroad but like there was a little like there were railroad tracks like running like right alongside of it um but it was like so it was inside one of these storage units um (laughs) cool and it was just like this like concrete building super super old concrete building like you could just like see like the like I don't even remember if it was like bricks or like rocks or what they'd use, but like you could just see them kind of like decaying and like the paints all chipping off everywhere. And there's just like dust and spider webs. Like maybe I'm <laughs> exaggerating true. just a little bit, but like I'm, I'm trying, <laughs> trying to create the atmosphere. And like, it was weird because like getting into it, it wasn't just like walking through like a bay door or whatever. Like it was like this super narrow concrete stair set that like slipped in between this fence like up to where like a dude had like a really old mercedes parked up there and oh like, badass. S- s- some other stuff like and uh and yeah it was in there the, the venue's name which i think like after this show might not have even continued doing shows because we didn't do it there again but it was called the hidden temple yeah uh and i'm like appropriately named because like it's so hidden like you would not know to look there and i that's why i was so <laughs> lost i was like i hear the sound but i don't know where to go to get to it um, <laughs> yeah it was a trip um so like just being able to play in like such like a like a back rooms like cryptid type of freaking room like that and like to do noise of all things too is like it was just like the perfect setup that's so bad at like, that sounds like, so sick dude. so weird and and like Oh, and the noise scene is like is so interesting too. Like, uh, because like you you know you go to like any band type of show, like you go to like a hardcore show, like you know who to expect. A metal yeah. show, you know who to expect. Like a pop punk, for example, like you kind of know who to expect. But like noise is just like people from like all different places. Like like no two artists listen to like the same type of stuff typically. Um, that's cool and uh it's it's a very uh queer heavy scene um oh really like like lots of trans folk oh Um, no way yeah uh, i i say that like there are a lot of trans girls that do noise whoa i i would 
to I, I would have never guessed that. That's crazy, dude. Yeah, it's so weird because like it's that's kind of become like normalized to me because like go going into it, like I would have never thought. Like I remember yeah. like seeing a trans girl at the show and being like kind of shocked. Um and then like you get like people that look like they listen to like grindcore punk, like you know, they got the patches and the piercings and, and shit. Um yeah. but like now that I've I've been a part of like the noise community for as long as I have, like it's I like trans girls doing it has just become like a normalized thing to me it's that, it's funny yeah that's awesome like I, I i literally i would have never guessed that that like that's that's cool yeah it is super cool it's a super accepting scene Heck um yeah yeah but yeah so it was just like it was just cool showing up and like like i thought i was weird because i liked and made noise but like everybody here is like super weird um and like like super drunk and like probably doing several (laughs) other drugs like i remember that that like like that little stair set that i was telling you about that like you got in and out of the venue too yeah like i remember like getting ready to go to my car and there was a dude just like standing right in the way of the stair set taking a piss (laughs) like and and he was so out of his mind like I, i i who knows what he was on, you know? And, <laughs> That's uh, awesome. and I remember just kind of like standing like off of the distance, just like, you know, trying not to look at him. And then he like turns around. Oh, I'm in your way. I'm sorry. Like, <laughs> like uh, thanks bud. <laughs> <laughs> That's so awesome. Yeah. Great time. But, um, you probably have talked about your band on your own podcast, I'm sure. But like, I don't remember and I don't want to make this, all about me yeah uh, what what was what's what like what's one of the weirdest places you guys played as cell damage or if you were ever in another band um i have i i think one of the weirdest places we've played we, uh we i i once played a funeral home um i where was that up here <laughs> or like i oh i that's like a cemetery you know the roy rogers one up at the like I don't know, way way up in the middle, like up near the mountains and stuff. It's like like cemetery. I played there with one of my old bands. <laughs> uh, on Roy Rogers? No, that... no, 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 not on Roy Rogers. It's up like you take Central and then it's in the middle. It's like near the mountains. I don't know what street it's on, but it's like in the middle of nowhere. In Apple Valley, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, I I would otherwise not know what you were talking about. I I'm and I'm hoping I'm thinking of the same thing. Um, but my uh, great grandpa was buried there, and I oh, went no to way. His, I, I went to his funeral there. So that's the only reason I know where that is. Okay, then uh, yeah, it was probably it was probably that one. And uh, you what what was the occasion that you guys played there? It was I, I forgot what it was for. I think it was like some benefit show, but it was it wasn't at night. It was like in 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 the day. But like I I was in an indie band. And it was funny because when we showed up, like, <laughs> okay, I, I, you didn't preface it with that. I was like, yeah. cell damage played I, there. Like, I, I wish, dude. <laughs> but, but no, like, uh, uh, it was funny when my, when we were, we walked in, we, we didn't know any, we didn't know where it was or anything. My vocalist walks in and like, we're, we're all together, but he's in the forefront and like, he like opens the door and he's like, hey, we're the band. And like, they're literally <laughs> doing like, 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 someone's like eulogy or something oh so, no it was so bad oh that's it great was, it was so funny and then we played the show but nice. it was so awesome uh when was that uh probably in like 
2012 or like 13 or something like that. Oh, okay. And yeah, I, I was not aware of any local bands at the time. I mean, I'll yeah. ask what you guys were called anyway, but I probably hadn't heard of you. Um, we uh, I was in a band called Two Humans, and like, oh, okay, I have heard of you, that band. Okay, yeah, yeah, like that was that was forever ago, and that was it was it was so funny, dude. But like, yeah, wow. that's a I, weird did, I one. didn't I didn't know you were in that band. Yeah, I actually started it with uh the vocalist. Like, we started in his garage, and then we just started playing shows. Nice. Yeah, and then with cell damage, we've played like a tire shop, like a like that was in like South Central LA, and it was, it was awesome. Like it was great. We played with like people. <laughs> oh, that's so sick. See, that's that's one of the charms of LA is endless places to play. I imagine. Yeah. Yes. Like as long as you know a guy that has a space, who knows where you'll be playing exactly dude seriously man. i i I can't relate i i've never done it but i imagine like la is so overwhelmingly large and congested with everything everywhere like it's it's not super crazy to think that you played a tire shop down there but it is (laughs) it, it is awesome and also like yeah that is weird like why a tire shop (laughs) <laughs> yeah exactly dude <laughs> like it was it was it was it was cool man and like i can't re- i know we've played like other weirder like weirder stuff but i can't think of any right now but like yeah dude that one was definitely fun and like with what? my other old band ursula we played voodoo donuts in oregon <laughs> whoa i didn't know you were in ursula either <laughs> yeah like i started with the guitarist also <laughs> all right you're but they're still doing music right yeah 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 they they can like i i left like two years ago and then they got a new drummer and the new drummer's ridiculously good so like it's <laughs> it's, it's it's awesome yeah i uh i think i just barely found out about them when i think you guys must have played with them uh, oh okay yeah la- last year or earlier this year i know they played program um oh yeah we i think i think we played with them once at program okay and uh that that was was that the one where uh because because it's the it's a chick doing the vocals right yeah whitney yeah okay and sh- she got married at that show didn't she yes that was so i i, I, oh, yeah. I don't think i played that we didn't play that show but like we were there and it was amazing yeah that was that was really sick to see no, I think I had I had heard of them only like a little while before that happened, and I and I don't remember if it was because you guys played a different show with them, or oh, if it okay. was like you guys were like promoting something they did. Maybe not like you as Cell Damage personally, but like somebody around here posted something about them, and I think that was like how I found out about them. And then I remember checking them out. And I'm like, oh, dude, these guys are sick. So yeah, that's really cool. Yeah. That's that's really cool that you were in it for a while. Yeah, dude, it was it was it was definitely really cool that like we did that first record and then it was that it it went over really well. It was it was it was definitely it was definitely fun. Yeah, heck yeah. So um so so you 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 have recordings with them. Yeah, yeah, the, the the first record Meat is Murder that 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 I played drums on that. Oh, okay. I'm going to have to go back and listen to that now. That's awesome. Yeah, heck yeah, dude. It it was yeah, it's it's been it's playing I don't know. I love playing music, dude. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. It's one of my favorite things to do. Heck yeah, dude. Okay, so dude, now I have now you got to answer the question. If your band was a TV show, what would it be? Oh, fuck off. <laughs> um, 
Um, cause like I, I noticed that you always ask that at the end of your podcasts and, and I was like, okay, he's eventually going to get me on the podcast. He will probably ask me that. And I have to have an answer. And, (laughs) and I never came up with anything. (laughs) Dude, you got to think of it. Just, just figure one out, man. If it's like Ren and Stimpy, like, Hey Arnold, uh, like you look like a nice Helga. So like, yeah, you're good on, you're good on hair Arnold. Uh, no, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> okay i mean i get the hair i guess i don't know no no dude i'm just around, man uh pink's my favorite color so like i yeah. guess that, that works there you go <laughs> um uh so i liked brandon's answer with loiter squad just dudes doing whatever the hell they felt like and <laughs> and making each other laugh um but like i can't steal his answer uh Man, see, it sucks because I don't watch that much TV or movies. Like oh, I'm, I'm like oblivious to TV and movies most of the time. <laughs> Dude, like then like, choose one that's as cl- as close as you can think. Um, could you give me like five to choose from, or like three to choose from? <laughs> Dude, I, I have no idea. Dude, like, like, uh. <laughs> dude that's so awesome like i've never been asked that but like dude i have no idea like if you uh, if okay then um if like you said you don't really watch movies do you have any movie that it could be like anything Uh, oh my god you're like teletubbies like or was it like blues clues like like oh my goodness okay uh Gosh, damn it. <laughs> Dude, this is awesome. <laughs> no, it's not. Because now I'm on the spot. I didn't prepare an answer. <laughs> and now it's like you, you get everybody else on the podcast. Like you give them like a minute or two. And they're like, okay, yeah, I, I guess we could go with this. And I'm like, I'm over here occupying like 10 minutes of your time. And people are like, Dude, hurry up and come up with an answer so I can move on with my day. <laughs> um. I'll I'll just I'll steal Brandon's answer. I like I guess I'll just go with Loiter Squad just cuz like it's just it's nothing in particular. It's <laughs> just it's just entertaining. Dude, then that's perfect. That that's awesome. That that works cuz like I like I'd love to say like one of my favorite shows like cuz two of my favorite shows are Aqua Teen Hunger Force and Trailer Park Boys, which are almost oh, the same show is. if you think about it. Yeah, that's very um, true. <laughs> um but like we're not like that so i don't know (laughs) dude oh my god that dude that's that's perfect then man like that's why like (laughs) that's so cool dude so yes sorry brandon stole your answer dude he's gonna be so mad dude i can he's already calling me dude i'm gonna have man we're not we're not gonna be friends anymore that sucks His band is so cool. How am I supposed to? How am I supposed to feel about that? Like I'm gonna I'm gonna go see him, and he's just gonna be mad dogging me the whole time. Like <laughs> you son of a bitch. <laughs> but dude, dude, like I I I wanted to say like thank you for even wanting to come on here. It was this this has been really cool, dude. And like, like yeah, it's been fun. I'm I'm sorry. I know I'm not the first person to do it, but I'm sorry I talked about myself for like an hour. Dude, no that 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 that's honestly what I wanted. I like that's what I like to hear because like. 
like I've only like talked to you a couple times and this podcast is really kind of getting is getting me closer with my friends that and everyone that I know and so like dude trust me like me hearing your like anthology is amazing I love it dude that's really sick I don't know what that word means but it sounds sick (laughs) (laughs) dude like (laughs) dude then we're gonna leave it at that because that's even better but like cool perfect yeah no I've I've noticed too like I'll I'll hear like some some of your older ones when you were doing like people that you like had already known for a while like uh Robert, for example, like I know you like you guys had gone on tour and everything. So like you spent a bunch of time with him, but like you're you're still hearing stories and like facts that you never knew about. So like I th- I think what you're doing is really cool because like Heck you're because yeah. like you're you're equally as enthusiastic as somebody who's probably listening to it. <laughs> That's so badass, dude. Yeah, like I'm I'm always stoked on literally everything. So like yeah, I'm which is well. which is why I think you're a great friend is because you're just you're always excited <laughs> oh and I dude love that's it. awesome hell yeah dude thank you that's so cool oh man and dude, and it's it's been a while we've been talking about doing this for a while but i'm I'm glad that we waited till now that like cicada swarm has something people can hear because like yes. i i would have it would have been a bummer to come on this like even like a month ago even a week ago and and been like um I'm sorry, I got a text real quick. Um, <laughs> it's all good. Um, but but to to be like, yeah, I'm I'm in this band, and like I also like do a couple other things, but uh, um, we don't have anything yet. But like, I hope you're excited anyway. So, it's, <laughs> dude, like, no, that, dude. Uh, so no, I, th- I think the timing is good. Yeah, that that's why. Like when you said like, oh, I could do it these two days, and I I hit you up. I was like, yo, let's like let's do it today because like it's literally just it literally just came out yesterday and. And I was like, it's fresh, and like, let's let's get this ready because this one, sh- th- this episode, I don't know when it'll come out. I can't. I I don't I don't like to put dates on it. Like exactly like you on the record. Do, so do you like, have Do you have a backlog? Uh yeah, just a couple of them. Yeah. Oh, sick. Yeah, dude. So like, um, yeah. So like, yeah, like so like, I don't I don't know when this one will come out, but yeah, dude, I'm I am extremely excited that you guys, like put it out and it's it's great and i am I'm, I'm i'm hoping for some reason if anyone doesn't know you guys and they listen to this podcast for some reason they they find you through this and that that would be so cool to me yeah oh i hope so too hey if if you haven't heard of cicada storm before if, if, if you didn't know me uh thanks for tuning in and listening to somebody you don't know about uh talk for like ever and <laughs> uh Cause like, I, I, I know with me, like, um, not, not to, well, anyway, like I'm, I'm more bound to listen to somebody talk that like, I'm curious about like, Oh, I know that band or I've heard of that guy. Like than exactly. somebody yeah. that I know nothing about. So like, if you've never heard of Cicada Swarm or me or any of my projects, like, thanks for listening to me talk. <laughs> That's so sick. Thanks for listening to us talk. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. <laughs> but. But dude, okay. So what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna like say a fake goodbye. I'm gonna, I'm gonna turn, I'm gonna turn off the recording, and then I'm gonna talk to you right after this. Oh, cool! The same thing you did with all the other people before. Sick. Ooh, exactly, dude. And then, <laughs> sick. But, but, dude, seriously, like, thank you for coming on. This is, it's been so cool to like finally get to know you and like everything that you've done. It's, it's been really cool, man. Heck yeah, dude. And um, we'll we'll have to keep talking because like. Uh, I want the friendship to be mutual. Like I know you just heard me talk a bunch, but 
I uh, want to hear you talk a bunch too. I want to hear <laughs> some stories about cell damage and like, <laughs> I like, I, I mean, I've, I've, I've known you for a little while and I've, I've listened to your podcast a little bit. So I've learned some things, but like, let's, let's talk more, dude. Definitely. Dude, I'm super down. Hell yes, dude. But cool. Dude, and so, yeah. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> cool. Well then dude here, I'm, I'm going to end it. And then, so fake goodbye. Fake goodbye. Thank you for listening to Drive Safe Text Win Home featuring Josh Matthews and Josh McHugh. (laughs) Dude, that's the perfect ending. (laughs) (laughs) That podcast is over, isn't it? Yes, you you have just finished it. But um, that was so cool. It was it was it was cool to get to know him. Like I I only I met him. I I think like only like I think I saw when he was talking about when he first saw us, and I I met him then. But like I remember really getting to know him at Brad's house like he, he he was just over there when he came back from moving from Kansas and I started h- hanging out with him and he was really cool and it was awesome to talk to him so finally getting to know who he was and and what he does and all this stuff was it was, it was awesome and I, I don't know I had, I had a lot of fun talking to him so thank you Josh for coming on it was it was a lot of fun and I, I'm I hope to do like another episode with you I feel like I feel like you and I could really like do a lot of cool stuff so i'm i'm, I'm stoked but uh yeah thank you again coming for coming on and thank you for listening and uh i i hope you all enjoyed it i i know i did it was it was it was really fun and also update on that spider that ran across my foot um ran under my bed so uh, i'm probably gonna eat it tonight on accident so that sucks uh <laughs> it terrified me but um I hope you guys enjoyed it, and uh, I know I did, and I will talk to you on the next episode. Goodbye.